Oh, social media f up on my part. What'd you do? Uh, well, you know that guy we work with. He posted a picture. Lane posted a picture of like twenty five boxes of cereal. Oh yeah. He bought twenty five boxes of the same cereal because it was on sale. And my comment was, "That looks an awful lot like doomsday prepping." And then uh, I let that sit for a while, and then I went back, and I'm like, "Oh, does anyone like my comment yet?" And uh, the person right above me, an hour before I did, say, said the same thing about doomsday prepping. Ooh, how embarrassing. So what do you do? Do you delete your comment or do you just let it hang there? I look like a loser. You do look like a loser. Uh, question, the 25 different cereals he got. Was it Fruit Loops? No, no. It was the. It was, uh, Nature Valley. It was like granola. Oh, jeez. 25 bucks. Same flavor. I'll tell you one thing. If we weren't recording a podcast, huh? what? I'd be deleting my comment. A long chair is a good time chair, but you're aware of that. It falls down to half the size so you can lay it flat. I can watch the world go by and live without a care. I've never had a bad time in my old lawn chair. Here we go. Recording Lawn Chair Profits on a new day. It's throwing me off. Probably makes no difference to you, the end user. But for Bryce and I, it's weird. It's throwing me for a loop. Uh, I'm Garner Andrews. That's Bryce Kelly right over there on today's show. Things that are a waste of money. Ooh, okay. I'm good at that. Hey, Bryce, have you heard about the farmer's daughter? Ooh, farmer's daughters. We'll talk about that. But first, the trifecta of bad taste. You're listening to the Lawn Chair Profits with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. It's like radio, but on the internet. So, you know how we talk on this show a lot about, well, guilty pleasures, that kind of thing? Yes. Uh, there was a trending topic the other day uh, on social media. I don't know if you're aware of social media. Heard of it. But it was, uh, I don't know what they called it, but that one song that you're embarrassed to admit that you really like. Oh, yeah, 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 long-standing thing. Yeah, and then I thought, guilty pleasure song. I've made, Most of the songs I like are guilty pleasures. Like, the majority of what I listen to, most people will be like, what is that garbage? I don't know, I like it. It's comfort food to me. Comfort food for my ears. But the um, we started talking about, how can we take this up a notch? And then we came up with the bad taste trifecta. The trifecta of bad taste. Yeah, so this is the song that you're ashamed that you kind of are into. Uh-huh. The movie that you're ashamed you're kind of into. And the food. And then the food that most people see you eat and go, gross. How disgusting. I don't know. Like my song, I don't know. It, I fluctuate from Len, Steal My Sunshine to TLC Waterfalls. But my latest song that I really, really like, and uh, I don't even, you didn't even know it, did you? No, I've never heard this before. That probably says more about me, though. Well, and this song couldn't be further from what I am as a human being because I'm never all up in the clubs. I'm never standing on top of a speaker dancing and hoisting my shot into the air, yelling, sociable. I just don't do that. But no. this song, oh, my God, Rihanna, cheers, drink to that. <sighs> Can't get enough. Don't let the bastards get you down. See, don't... Don't let the bastards get you down. Oh, yeah. Drink to that. There's a party at the bar, Bryce. Everybody put your glasses in the air. I don't know where I was when that song came out, but uh, 
I've never heard that one. I, I recognize s- the Avril Lavigne part of that. Song. Yeah, she samples Avril Lavigne, but I can't get enough of that song. Yeah. That's that's a good one. I I don't know. I'll take a hard pass on that one. Uh, my movie, Jerry Maguire, maybe? Is that a movie that most people go, oh, gross? Uh, I don't hate that movie. The movie, for me, could do without the whole Renee Zellweger part. Oh, you mean just turn it into a sports movie? Yeah, him you about need- being a disgraced sporting agent. <laughs> you need it's the romantic enough. angle, though. Because then you have that dumb kid in my head weighs eight pounds. Yeah. Where's that kid? He's ripped now. I really? remember seeing some weird, uncomfortable photo of... Uh, the Jerry Maguire, he's like a bodybuilder. Like, he is jacked. Does he still have an unusually large head? He sure does. Huh. Yeah. But are, is that, like, is Jerry Maguire a movie I should be embarrassed that I really liked? Maybe oh, a bit. Boy. Maybe a bit. I mean, Cuba Gooding Jr., he won an Oscar for that, didn't he? And then he, his career after that just took right off to, oh. <laughs> things are going great for him. Don't Google him. Yeah. Just trust that things are going fine. And for food, I don't know what my... Guilty pleasure. I put ketchup on everything when I'm home alone. Like when nobody's looking, I'll put ketchup on anything. Toast? Sure. Lettuce? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know this those head crack- of lettuce needs a kick. <laughs> yeah. Head of lettuce in one hand. I'm eating it like an apple. But I'm shooting ketchup into my mouth first and then chewing and then gnawing on the head of lettuce. Wow. Yeah. So what it's pretty sight. healthy. What a sight that would be. Mm-hmm. I had to think long and hard about mine. Your food or all three? All three. Because uh, obviously I have impeccable taste. Sure. Rarely does it stray from public opinion. But uh, there is one song. For some reason, it's a, a remake of a song that I saw. I think it was in a movie. I can't remember which one. Halle Berry was in it. No big deal. It's, uh, it's Limp Bizkit. Again? No one knows what it's like to be the bad man. Oh, Fred Durst. To be the sad man behind blue eyes. You have to whisper that line. Oh. And no one knows what it's like. I don't hate that song. Hmm. Yeah, and he's singing from the heart. Because everyone hates Fred Durst. I feel like every time we talk about guilty pleasure music, you always go to Limp Biscuit or Nickelback. I You own, secretly are the president of both of those fan clubs. I own zero Nickelback albums. I own a couple Limp Biscuit albums. Yeah. I'm not ashamed to admit it. When Significant Other came out, that's the one with Nookie on it. Oh. That came out. I was in junior high. That came out in the late 90s. I was in junior high. Hmm. And for a junior high kid to hear a song like that, Blue Minds. Really? Blue Minds. And uh, I don't hate that song. Huh. Not at all. Not so one Limp Biscuit doing the Who behind Blue Eyes mm-hmm. for your for your song. What about your movie? The movie is National Treasure. Oh, Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage having to steal the Declaration of Independence. But isn't that? Don't people like that movie? Don't people openly just walk around and like that movie? I think some do. I think there is a stink with Nicholas Cage that is hard to scrub off. Yeah, really hard to scrub off. Uh, but I don't mind that movie. Huh. What about your food? Cheese Whiz. On anything? On mo- most things. I don't know what Would all- you ever... So here's how you can tell if a person really likes Cheese Whiz. It's a Friday night. Your best girl has dumped you. Obviously. Because that's probably going to happen. Because of that Biscuit song, most likely. Yeah. And you're just... It's just you and your pity and self-loathing on the couch. Could you freestyle 
a jar of cheese whiz with a spoon? I think so. Wow. I think so. Okay. I think maybe I got that because most people can do that with peanut butter. I won't because I hate peanuts with every fiber of my being. So I gravitate more towards the cheese whiz. And then people are like, oh, you know, that's like one ingredient away from being plastic or rubber. Yeah. I'm like, I don't care. I'm not eating this because I think it's a healthy option. It's delicious plastic. Yeah. Even cheese whiz on toast. Yeah. Ooh, that's a delicacy where I'm from. See, you know I was going to talk about the ketchup thing with me and put it, I could put it on those, what are they called? The ones, the crackers you crumble up and put in soup, like soda crackers. I could stand there and just put ketchup on one of those after another and pop them. You put a little cheese whiz on one of those and a dollop of ketchup on top. Mm. Oh my God. That's uh, if you ever come to a party at my house and I'm in charge of appetizers, <laughs> it'll be Wonder Bread balls where you just tear the crust off Wonder and you ball it up in your hand and then ketchup and hmm. cheese whiz crackers with a dollop of ketchup. You have me. I could do the crackers and cheese whiz. The ketchup you lose me on a little bit. Yeah. Uh, hey Garner Bryce, my trifecta of bad taste movie, The Bad News Bears. Hmm, really. Tarzan Boy, Baltimore. Do you know that song, Bryce? I do not. <laughs> the guy like does tar- his name's Baltimore. It was just it, it's been in a TV commercial recently. Doesn't ring a bell. Uh, oh, look at this cheese whiz toast dipped in grape Kool Aid. What? What? Colin, you're crazy. Why would you have to dip that toast in Kool? It's fine on its own. Yeah, I don't get it. Uh, here we go. My This is from Chad. My trifecta of bad taste, Seal, Kiss from a Rose. That's a good song. Kiss like a rose. Oh. Uh, movie, Joe Dirt. Oh. I could not agree. Joe Dirt is an awesome movie. I don't think you need to be embarrassed about that, though. Uh, I did not like that movie. Dennis Miller, David Spade. I do not like David Spade. I don't think he's funny at all. Ooh. Like in Tommy Boy, he is the least likable character. Uh, and for my food, chicken hearts. Gross. Ew. No, thank you, Chad. Grim, I can't do that. Uh, ooh, someone here said a uh, song, Toxic by Britney Spears. Oh, you like that? I don't hate that song. It's a good video, too. Why? Ooh. Can you explain it? I've never seen it. I think there's a point where she's wearing a very transparent outfit uh, with strategically placed diamonds. Oh? I believe. Sounds uncomfortable. It uh, made a young Bryce very happy. Uh, movie Twilight series, all of them. Really? I can't get behind that. Twinkling vampires, shirtless werewolves. I can't do it. I've never seen any of them. And then food, chicken livers. Wow. Why? What so is it with people eating the gross parts of chickens? What next? We're, I'm probably going to read down further. And my favorite guilty pleasure food, chicken beak. Yeah, chicken face. Rooster comb. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, hey, boys. Celeste here. My trifecta of bad taste. Air supply making love out of nothing at all. Mm. Air supply never did anything good. Uh, Spice World, the movie... And leftover Caesar salad that's been in the fridge overnight. That's gross. I can get behind that. It's The lettuce is no longer crisp. Oh, my God. It's just limp and soggy. and it, The flavor's amplified. That's the best part, the mm-hmm. flavor, but not the delivery system. Gross. There's a texture to get over. Mm-hmm. Uh, ooh, someone else here. Uh, song Rock DJ by Robbie Williams. Oh, 
That's a crazy music video, too. I don't remember it. He's naked. Well, I don't know why I keep gravitating towards these nude videos. Jeez. But I think he's naked. But throughout the video, or it's him disrobing, but then it gets to the point where he's naked, so they start peeling off his skin, and he starts like... Oh. Yeah. It was a well-done video. Uh, so Rock DJ, I can get behind that. Food, pasta, and cottage cheese. Mm-hmm. Combined? Mm, yeah. Ugh. Cottage cheese is the one that looks like vomit. Well, that's it? people who think they're eating healthy, but do you know how bad pasta is for you? You yeah. know what I often confuse cottage cheese and cream cheese? Wow. And I think they're very different things. Yeah, they're completely different. <laughs> Sounds to me like you eat neither. I make terrible cheesecake. Oh. And movie Roadhouse. Oh, pain don't hurt. Yeah, Roadhouse. Okay, trifecta of bad taste. How about you? song is uh, El Paso by Marty Robbins. She's my jam. That's... Uh, hang on. I got. It. It's a good thing I brought the uh, cassette case to work today. Might even have to roll out an A-track for that bad. Fast forward. Out in the West Texas town of El Paso, I fell in love with a Mexican girl. Nighttime would find me in Rose's Cantina. Music would play and Ferdinand would whirl. I, that is a good song. Is it? Was that in a Tarantino movie? I feel like it's been used in a few hip movies. It should be if, if it hasn't. Or maybe was it in Breaking Bad? Huh. I'm not sure. I don't remember in Breaking Bad. Okay, yeah. That's one of those records that everybody's grandparents had. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Tells a wonderful story of love and betrayal and oh. death and oh, heartstrings every time. Big man tears. What about your movie? Movie? Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, with uh, Kurt Russell, right? Kurt Russell and uh, the lady from uh, Sex and the City, Kim Cattrall. Oh, yeah. I don't really and, remember uh, that movie. I just remember the title. And uh, my food... Um, I like to, every now and then, I like to have what I call the heart attack sandwich, which is uh, an egg, over easy egg with bacon, cheese, and pork and beans inside the sandwich. Sounds messy. But it's awesome. Well, I think it's awesome. Other people look at me in disgust, so. That's something right there, too, I don't do often enough. Pork and beans on bread. Okay, I could do pork and beans alone. But I have done the hobo thing where I eat a can like that Beans. you heated over top of a burning barrel with those fingerless gloves? I did it while camping. Mm. I had ran out of stuff, so I just had a can of beans. So I warmed a can of beans on the grate that goes over top of the fire. How was it? It was uh, subpar. Oh, I thought you were going to go in a different direction. No, but the look of disgust I got uh, was pretty severe. I could eat a can of beans cold. Like, I wouldn't even have to heat that up. I think it's the British, though. They're, they eat beans on toast all the time. I don't really take a lot of culinary cues from the Brits. Yeah, I don't know that's their what they hang their hat on is their culinary skills. No, they're really, really good at music. They're good at the monarchy. But food, eh. I would eat beans on toast, though. Hey, just uh, pop a squat because they're definitely not sharing a chair. It's the Lawn Chair Profits with Garner and Bryce. So we got a text the other day on the show from somebody who said that they went to visit their parents one afternoon and um, the dad had taken peanut butter jars, cottage cheese containers, yogurt containers, and had filled them up with sand and rocks and made his own weight set. (laughs) (laughs) And 
that is such a dad thing. And he had taken like rope and made handles so they could do, you know, all sorts of him and his wife could work out with their homemade weights. As it turns out, they also pushed the couch against one wall and then they pushed the kitchen table and chairs against the other wall. And then when it's really cold outside, they, they get their steps in walking back and forth in the bungalow where they live. Wow, just wearing down the carpet. Yeah, so he'll do his hour and then hit the showers, I guess, and then his wife will do her hour. And here's the thing. The person who texted this in and said that they're retired, they're loaded, they have enough money, and they live two blocks from a YMCA. But dad refuses to buy a gym membership because it's a waste of money. A gym membership he thinks is a waste of money. Uh Uh-huh. So instead he makes his own weights. Man. (laughs) I've definitely wasted gym memberships. I don't know that they're a waste of money. No. I've used them poorly. Yeah. So that just got us talking about the things that you think are the biggest waste of money. Uh, this one right here, I think I'm going to agree with this person. Absolutely, without a doubt, weddings. Like, for real. Like, it's a waste of money for the people getting married and for all the guests, especially those stupid, like, uh, destination weddings. Oh, I can't handle it. Yeah. it. Well, I think what that ends up doing is that that puts the financial obligation on the shoulders of your guest. Yeah. And why should I have to spend all my savings going to watch you profess your love if I want to go on a trip to not watch you profess your love? Yeah. I don't know. It's. I think people like you and I who aren't big fans of destination weddings... I think we'll get crapped on for this conversation, but I yeah. kind of agree with you. It's like, that's my vacation time. Those are my vacation dollars. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to spend them to go and put, I don't, you know what it comes down to? I don't want to have to spend even one day wearing uncomfortable clothing when I'm in I, Mexico. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> and it's the same reason I've never gone on a cruise before too, is I, I don't want to have yeah. to get dressed up to go eat dinner. <laughs> Fair. Okay. I haven't gone on a cruise either. You're not planning a destination wedding, are you? Uh, not planning one, nor have I ever been invited to one. Mm. So, <laughs> Thank Ooh, God. That one stings. I can see that, though. I don't mind the idea of, you know, someone getting married in Vegas and you hop down to Vegas for a weekend. Yeah, for but three days. When you go to Mexico and stuff, like, you're normally locked in for, like, a week. Oh, yeah. And they get married on the Wednesday, so halfway through this resort vacation... You got a wedding. Yeah, you've already put on 14 pounds in three and a half days. Now you got to put on that suit you brought with you. That's not going to happen. No. And then you're forced to also hang out with like the family of the people getting married. And And if you ever heard somebody talk about a destination wedding where they didn't, you know, regale you with all sorts of tales of poolside drama, well, the groomsmen ended up sleeping with the bride, but they still went ahead with the wedding. Because, you know, they didn't want to lose their deposit. Yeah, and then they come back and have a big party here anyway. Yeah. Yeah, if you're doing the destination wedding, that's your wedding, okay? You chose that. So go away and do it there. Don't come back and now tell me I have to come to a party here too. Yeah, destination wedding. I can see that being a waste of money, especially for the attendees. Yeah. Uh, Skip the dishes. It's a bad, bad habit that I'm trying to recover from. I wonder how deep they are. Ooh. Ooh. You know, it's funny. I was just... Doing some dish skipping the other day. Uh huh. And it does add a good $10 to the purchase price. If you were to just go to Subway mm-hmm. and get a sub, uh, tack on an extra $10. But in the moment, you're just like, ah, it's kind of chilly out. I don't feel like going outside. A lot of people are saying owning a car. It depends where you live. Like if you live in a city, a, a, a urban metropolis, 
and you've got 24-7 trains and buses that go every direction, every four minutes, great, don't own a car. Where we live, that's not really the story for public transport. I mean, we've got a good system, but it's not exactly 24-7 in every direction. No, like if I lived right smack in the middle of downtown Toronto and worked in downtown Toronto. Yeah, why would you own a car? Why would you have a car? It makes zero sense. Then there's always that one guy who's like, yeah, my uncle or my stepdad has done the math on it. He figures that you're way better off not owning a car and just taking cabs or Ubers. Or and it, the dad or uncle who did this math, you always look at them and they're probably they're never a really super successful looking person. No, <laughs> my sister's a person who yeah. uh, lives in Calgary and doesn't have a car. And Calgary is another one of those cities where you kind of need one to get around. Yeah, it's a bit of a sprawling city, mm-hmm. and so I continue to be baffled at how much time she probably has wasted waiting for buses, taking trains. At a certain point, you need a car. Do you want to hear a really hurtful uh, hot take? Oh, yes. I don't know who this is from. The text reads, fellas, biggest waste of money, providing health care to people that smoke or don't look after themselves. Oh, my. That's so political. Woo! That's weird. Uh, uh, I like this one text we got. It said, uh, when my friend was in college, he didn't have a car. Sometimes he was out and wanted to get home, so he would call and order a pizza delivered to his house, but he'd order from a pizza place close to wherever he was and when the delivery driver came out to deliver the pie, he would just catch a ride home with the pizza guy since he was heading there anyway. <laughs> wow. You'd leave a really good tip to cover the weirdness of the situation, but it would still be cheaper than a cab. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want to ride with the pizza delivery guy. No, and if I were the pizza delivery guy, I'd be like, what? No. No. I'm not in the business of Ubering you around town. <laughs> uh, the one that I always notice, too, is people that buy a bottle of water at a movie theater. They'll come in, like you're already sitting, like I get to the movie theater early so I can impress my wife with my sweet time play skills and I'll be time playing away and I see people come in and they don't even buy popcorn, but they bought a bottle of water downstairs. Yeah, the $6 bottle of water. Why would you do that? Why wouldn't you just keep a flat of water in your car? You can buy 24 water for like $2. If you go to the right store at the right time, just keep those in your car. And then when you come to the movie, bring one of those in with you. Nobody's going to go, whoa, whoa, you can't come. No hydration. You can't. Nobody's going to call you out for bringing in a bottle of water. No, you'll be fine. That is expensive. It Uh, does add up. This is from Monica. You know that you can get a free cup of water at the movie theater. You just have to ask. I do it all the time. You're welcome. I don't know, Monica. My self-respect and my dignity is worth something. <laughs> I'm not, not going to ask for a cup of water. Yeah. Can I have a cup of water? Yeah, no, uh, I couldn't do that. Yeah. No way. Has anyone mentioned customizing their vehicle? Putting a lift kit on a truck is a huge waste of money and serves no purpose whatsoever. Well, other than to shave a few kilometers off your gas mileage. I'll argue that premium gas is a waste of money. I think it's a racket. It is. It absolutely is. I had a car. My first car I ever owned, I was told, it only takes premium. And so for the longest time, I filled up with premium because I didn't want to ruin the engine. Then one day I went to uh, one of those gas stations where they pumped for me Mm -hmm. and forgot to tell the guy, I'm like, that it was premium. So he just put in regular. And uh, you know what happened? Nothing. 
Oh, <laughs> nothing happened at all. And I just started to realize how much money I had wasted on premium gas when I didn't have to. Yeah. Ooh, that was a bad day for me. That's the auto industry in bed with the premium gas industry. Oh, yeah. The they, premium gas industry throws the audio ind- auto industry a few dollars and says, can you put that sticker inside the little hatch, please? They suckered me good. Oh, yeah. It's just like diesel. You don't need to put diesel in your diesel. Just put regular gas in there. I've done that once. Eh. Oh, you did? I did that. Oh, I was joking. I did that in a U-Haul. Oh, it was boy. A, or it was a diesel U-Haul, but I put in regular gas. That sounds expensive. It was a mistake. Whew. Yeah, don't do that. That what was a waste did, what of What happened? Money. Going down a highway, and within minutes, like, the gauges just started going crazy. And I was like, oh, this can't be good. I pulled over. They had to tow it to a, a, a place mm-hmm. where they drained the gas tank. And luckily, it, I hadn't driven it long enough that it caused damage. But it was a U-Haul, so it was rusted. It took two days for them to Ooh. get all the bolts off. It was like a $2,000 bill. And you had to pay that? I argued, well, I don't know. <laughs> I argued to U-Haul that your poor maintaining of the car was why it took so long. Oh. So they paid half of it. Oh. Um, somebody on the phone, hi. So what I think is the biggest waste of money are tattoos. I know some people love them, and I don't mind that they get them. But I basically think it's a vanity plate for your arm. <laughs> no, he didn't. And I think it's ridiculous to... Most of the tattoos, uh, I heard Bryce say last week that he's never been honest about a tattoo he didn't like. Uh, I've never been honest about anyone's tattoo. I, I never like any of them, but I always, you know, smile and nod. And like I said, I think people should be able to do what they want with their bodies. Uh, so I'm all f- in fine with people doing it, but I always think it's a waste of money. I've never seen one where I was like, oh, well, that was a really creative and unique idea. No one's ever done that before. You know, it would be a create creative and unique tattoo idea and nobody's ever done it socks well you're right it's never been done i i don't know that i would look at somebody's legs and go wow that was a great way to spend your money but you're right that would be unique hot take tattoos bryce waste of money uh not when they're deep and spiritual obviously yeah not when you're printing somebody else's song lyrics on your oh (laughs) that just got weird because that's what yours is right what maybe Oh, it is, isn't it? Maybe. Oh, boy. Maybe. But hey, sometimes you're just in Thailand and you're like, I need a taste of the local flavor. I need to get some Thai characters tattooed on my back. You're listening to the Lawn Chair Profits with Garner and Bryce. They're trapped in your phone forever. So do yourself a favor sometime. Go on Google and just Google farmer's daughter jokes. I'm not a big fan of jokes. But some of these are pretty funny. Farmer's daughter jokes. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know those. I know stories of the farmer's daughter. Well, they're jokes. That's where it started. But this has nothing to do with farmers. We call this segment Farmer's Daughter because we were talking the other day. All these people started talking about how they've got these experiences where they've run out of gas or they've been tra- you know, stuck in a ditch or in a blizzard somewhere, and they just knock on a stranger's door and they end up spending the night in a stranger's house? That's weird. I would never knock on someone's door, nor would I, if I were the homeowner, let anyone in. Well, you're in the minority. Yeah, I'd be the least helpful farm. You do not want to walk up to my house if your car breaks down. Yeah. Well, this one right here, this is what got us started on it. Hey, uh, my mom and dad live out in the country near Edson, Edson, Alberta. Beautiful. It's the gateway to Jasper. God's country. 
On Saturday morning, someone came banging on their door because their car was in the ditch. It was a man, woman, and their teenage son. They had called a tow truck, but it was going to be hours, so my elderly parents invited them in. A few hours turned into nearly nine hours. <laughs> my mom fed them two meals, played cards with them, drank coffee with them, and watched TV with them. The dad even had a two-hour nap on the couch. In the end, my parents didn't even get murdered. LOL. I'm not going to start inviting strangers in, but I just want to say that my parents are really sweet people. Kendall. Huh. Wow. Yeah. This time they got lucky. Yeah. I like that happy ending of them not being murdered. Mm-hmm. I just like, I couldn't dance for people for nine hours. No. If they were like, oh, I called a tow truck and it's going to be here in eight minutes. I'd be like, okay, don't touch anything. <laughs> I wouldn't be, yeah, I wouldn't be able to dance for eight minutes, no. No, for nine hours to feed them twice, watch TV with them. Oh, at a certain point, I'd be like, well, you probably want to go check on your car out there, hey? Yeah. Uh, My aunt and uncle, this is a text, this isn't me speaking. My aunt and uncle let a hockey team spend the night during a snowstorm once. My aunt was caught with the coach of the team. No. Huh. Well, I wrote back to this and I said, you know, did they kick the team out immediately? And this person said, yep, kicked them all out, even my aunt. Yeah. I don't know if I believe this story. No, that one reeks of BS to me. Kind of does. That's one of those things you heard on a playground once. Yeah. No. Garn, back in the 80s when I was a kid, my parents once let a high school basketball team sleep on our floor. What? I was just a kid. There was a massive blizzard. They were stranded in a small town where we lived. My parents fed 14 boys. How many people on a basketball team? My parents fed 14 boys, two coaches, and a bus driver. We played floor hockey in the basement all night. It was awesome. Still one of my fondest childhood memories. Well, Brian didn't get murdered either. What? Mm. Interesting. I I, I don't know. I might be hung up on the wrong thing, but I'm like, do you have enough food in your house that you could feed 14 boys coaches and a bus driver have you ever been to a small town bryce have you ever been to a farm before <laughs> yes they have the food to for, feed a, an entire basketball team because i'm trying to piece together if i have enough food for the day let alone to feed a basketball team oh here's one with an element of gross uh hey guys i grew up on a farm just off the Yellowhead towards lloyd minster there were constantly people banging on our door out of gas hit the ditch lost day and night and my old man always answered the door always helped out there was only one time that things got weird someone came to the door and said that he really needed to use the bathroom my dad let him in they stayed in the bathroom for half an hour Ooh. and just destroyed the toilet <laughs> and plugged it to the point that my dad had to work some crazy magic to get it working again it was disgusting who does that steve Wow. What kind of evidence was this stranger getting rid of? <laughs> what was going like now what was meal? he flushing was he flushing a body? Maybe that's what it was. Oh my god, that's disgusting. I would to, have to burn the house down at that point. And to leave the bathroom in such a state that the toilet wasn't even flushable? What? Oh. That's a rough one. I can't imagine knocking on somebody's door to use the bathroom. And I guess, I mean, there are people that, you know, for health reasons, they need a bathroom and they need one now. I get that. But it would be weird. I don't know if I'd be letting people in to use my bathroom. No, I would prefer if I'm in the middle of nowhere, I'm not looking for the next farmer's house. I'm looking for the next wooded area. I'd rather dive in there than ask someone to use their toilet. And then can you imagine 
clogging it and it starts to back back up and you're like oh, well thanks see ya yeah and sprint out the door i should be heading her <laughs> that's disgusting yeah you're right though i i think i would probably choose to just pull over on the side of the high you'd see a guy running through the ditch with a map in his hand <laughs> <laughs> a paper map oh and an extra sweater maybe oh <laughs> a car blanket <laughs> that's what the car blanket's for Honey, I know I gave you that scarf for Christmas, <laughs> but this is an emergency. How thick are your socks? <laughs> do I have to take them off? Yes. Uh, do we have time for one more text? Sure. Okay. My parents live on a farm. I grew up there, but moved to the city about 10 years ago. Last winter, while my parents were in Phoenix, someone broke into the shop, turned on the furnace, and spent the night in there because it was stupid cold and their car was in the ditch a couple of kilometers down the road. You wouldn't have even known they had been there if it wasn't for the note they left explaining what happened. They even left $100 to pay for the small window they broke in order to open the shop door. This past summer, my dad was out working in the yard when this car came up the driveway. It was this couple that had broken into the shop. They drove all the way out to the farm to introduce themselves and apologize to my parents in person. My parents invited them to stay for dinner. Since that time, they've gotten together at least a half dozen times. My parents are coming to town this weekend to hang out with them and guess where they're staying? Chloe. Let me guess, Chloe. Not your house? Because they have new best friends. That's actually kind of a sweet story. Yeah. I know that there are people in this world better than me because... If I did pull the crime where I'm like, I need inside, it's too cold, I would not return to the scene of that crime. Would you leave $100 to pay for the damage? No. Oh, my God. No, I don't think I would. Yeah, I don't know. This, this leads me to believe I could never live in the country. Because the minute somebody was banging on my door at 2 o'clock in the morning, I would just be petrified. I would lay there in my bed with my little hands pulling the blanket up over my head. I would probably have moved to the country to get away from yeah. most people. So it sounds like it's just a recurring thing that no matter where you are, people are going to be bothering you. Yeah. You move to the country. Next thing you know, you got to be generous. Thanks for listening to the Lawn Chair Profits with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Theme by Garner Andrews. Guests of the Lawn Chair Profits enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Ooh, mystery candy.